Dana Karcher. I'm here with Joe Hedger, who's recently been crowned the Women's International Tree Climbing Champion. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about what it felt like to, to win this wonderful event and what Joe does. And welcome. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Great. Well, you did an amazing thing yesterday. Tell me a little bit about what it was like coming out of that tree. Uh, well, the Masters. Um, it felt really good. I was very, very happy with myself. Uh, the climb was, was a, a good all-round climb. Um, I managed to achieve all the targets, get everything down, get everything out in time, uh, with a small amount of time left. And it, I suppose a little bit of relief as well, because it, it, you completed it. Um, I'm very, very happy. Good. Very, good. very happy. Great. What did you think about the venue? Uh, the venue was great. Um, Obviously we had a lot of rain because we had a lot of bad weather on the or the Friday night to the Saturday. So unfortunately the, the competition got pushed back to Sunday so we had to do everything all in one day. Um, so I think the site, site was perfect. The, uh, the trees were very good. There was a nice variety of stuff. Um, yeah, it was nice. And also it was quite close together as well because sometimes you, get, you go to competitions and the trees are quite spread apart so you, you, you don't get to see some of the other events while you're waiting or you know you're... Um, your colleagues or the other climbers so at least this one it was nice and close together and, you, and while you were waiting you got to see at least you know most of the other events because it's nice and close together that's good that's good I know the weather was a huge factor in a lot of events at this ISA conference but um, you guys stuck it out and I we as we were leaving early before the competition ended we were all very sad because we couldn't stay and see the end of it and it and we knew that the crowds would be smaller and sure. that probably makes a little bit of difference on how, how it yeah how it I goes. think um, I think everyone pulled together really well, the judges and, and the techs and helpers, uh, because it's a lot to ask. To I mean, a lot of the events got um, changed slightly to try and reduce the amount of time, because we had to do the the five five events in the morning and then try and get the head-to-head -head footlock and the masters all in one day. It was it was a, it was a big ask, and it was uh, tough on the judges and obviously the competitors as well, because there wasn't much break, um, and it was quite a long day because we didn't leave the park till sort of about half past ten. I wow. suppose so yeah it was quite late and then obviously the crowds had <laughs> got smaller and smaller by then so it was a bit of a shame but, well that's okay you, mm. you was great you did a good job and and uh, I know that um, it was exciting one of the things I noticed though when I was out there in the afternoon was you mentioned camaraderie and, and working together uh, a, a colleague of mine who's in the western chapter and I mentioned um, that our climber was getting a ton of encouragement and we weren't quite sure but we found out later that it was you who was encouraging her. That was right, yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. So tell me tell me about how that comes about and, and if that's typical with, with the women climbers. Uh, I don't think it's just for the women. I think it's typical across the board, male and female. Um, I think it's a little bit to do with me as well. I'm, I am back home. I, one of the things I do is I'm a, an instructor for tree climbing and, and chainsaw use. So. I think seeing people trying to learn and, and, and you know, I, I want to try and help people. I think it just comes across naturally. I can't help it. Um, especially, you know, I travel around to different chapters and different competitions where, you know, a female will, will do it for the first time. And it is quite an intimidating thing, especially for a female in particular, because, um, you know, it's a, it is, I suppose, traditionally a male environment. And if there aren't many other female competitors, they feel nervous. And I've been there. I've been there for the first time and not done very well and felt sort of intimidated and, and nervous. 
and I think it's just really nice to try and encourage and, and try and pass on some of the knowledge and that somebody else had, had shown me you know, a couple of years ago, so it's nice to try encourage people. And it doesn't matter if you don't do very well, you know, you, you, you take the good things out of it. Some people always uh, look at all the negative stuff and say, oh, I didn't do this very well, or I could have, you know, don't, don't worry about that, look at what was good. And say, yeah, I did good on that. It was the same with, with uh, Christina, you know, she did a really good throw line and just sort of encouraging that, and then she's taken that away and can then build on, build on it and take the, uh, the enthusiasm back home to their chapter and, and hopefully continue with it. I hope so too. Since that's our chapter, that'll be great. Yeah, that'll It'll be, be really good. It'll be really good. So, what do you do back in England? Um, right. Well, I I'm a, um, an instructor and an assessor for chainsaw and, and tree climbing uh, back home. We have qualifications that you have to have to legally work in England, and they're nationally and and in, internationally recognised in some countries. And as an instructor and an assessor. We, we run a company where people come to us. We're independent, we're not a, a college or anything, it's a private company. And alongside that, doing tree care, uh, we've got a very small tree care company. And at the moment, we're sort of half and half. So at the moment, I'm get, it's good for me. I'm still climbing. I'm not climbing every day, unfortunately. But um, I'm still climbing as, as much as I'd like to, so it's good. That's good, that's good. The, um, how did you get into this? Uh, I started about eight years ago. Um, I had a friend at the time. Well, what what happened is that I was doing horticulture, sort of gardening and and so a little little bit of landscaping, because I realised quite early on when I left school that I wanted to work outdoors and and just just be outside doing something physical. And I had a friend at the time that was a, a tree surgeon or a tree climber. And we went climbing a couple of times, just took me out, we went climbing, just showed me basics, how to, how to tie the systems and just going up, coming down. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was something completely different. Uh, I did a little bit of rock climbing, so it was kind of maybe a little bit similar to that. Uh, some of the, the equipment may have been a little bit similar. Um, so I kind of related to it and really, really enjoyed it. I loved the outdoor work that I was doing, but it, it wasn't interesting enough just doing the same garden each week and cutting the grass. So I found it quite challenging to do something that was very, very tough and every, every day is different, every tree is different. So I went to college uh, for a year back home in England and after that worked for a couple of tree care companies uh, near and around me, uh, just trying to get some experience really. So that was, that was about eight years ago now. And how many competitions have you been in? Um, good question. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Were you were you Hawaii? No, this is my this is my third international. Your third international. So the first one I went to was St Louis. Okay. Um, and then obviously last year at Rhode Island, and this year. So, but unfortunately, I've, I I've been at the chapter level probably now six years, maybe five years, six years, and I I try to get to as many uh, other other competitions all over. Uh, maybe around Europe, I do mm -hmm. I go to Sweden, um, wherever the European competitions are, I've been to um, America, travel around, try and get to different chapters really, and get, just meet new people and try and learn from, from other people and pass stuff on. And then you, you just said something, you said pass stuff on. I think that that's, that's key in our industry, no matter whether we're climbing or trimming or, in, in my case, you know, working in urban forestry or utility forestry, passing stuff on. There's another generation of arborists coming up, we hope, and um, it, what would be your advice to another young woman who might want to get into climbing? To stick at it, basically. Um, 
it is it is a tough environment and there's a lot of stuff chucked at you and it, and it, it can can be quite difficult but just keep at it um, work hard and keep just pushing yourself and, and just moving the goalpost when you get to that that goal then they're aiming for something a little bit higher and, and you'll get there and what do you do to physically train anything besides climb well obviously obviously your work keeps keeps you fit um, other than that unfortunately I don't get a lot of time to do to other do other stuff I do a lot of practice uh, when I can outside of work but I do quite a lot of rock climbing um, I used to do quite a bit when I was back in college and then unfortunately work kind of got too busy and stuff but recently I've, I've tried to do a lot more of that and it's really really helped from a a different perspective especially things like speed climb and, and how you climb the tree differently you look at things slightly differently rather than just relying on the on the ropes and climbing the ropes you climb the tree um, a little bit more so I do quite a bit of rock climbing um, and that's about basically about it really so you also said how you approach the tree so when you when you're in competition uh, you go up to the tree and what what do you do you do some sort of assessment and and what's what's your philosophy on decision making, uh, well, if, if you take take the master's tree for example, the, the the final the competition bit where you have the targets in the tree, but there's no lines set or anything, and you're given a set time. Your mindset or the way I look at it is, when you go to work, you have a job spec, and you may not have, you may not have seen that job. So it's the same thing. You probably haven't seen that tree before, and you've got I don't know uh, a job spec to go and take some deadwood out. So I look at it the same way. I've been told there are four areas in that tree that I have to go to. So you get to the tree, you try and assess it, you look for the best access, um, where you can get into the tree, the type of access you would use, and try and determine roughly where the anchor points would be to allow you to get to, the, to, get to those points. But unfortunately, um, anyone that's a tree climber knows that everything on the, when you're on the ground, things look completely different when you're in the tree. So you get a rough idea, and you're just continuously reassessing it while you're up there making decisions. And... You have to make a lot of incorrect decisions to then learn from those incorrect decisions to learn, okay, well, okay, last time I, I did this and it didn't quite work and maybe I'll try this next time and just learn from it and progress. Interesting, interesting. Would you, and the big, the master's tree that was out at the Morton Arboretum, was it uh, any different than anything else that you've climbed or did you just look at it as another tree? Um, I used to really really analyse the master's tree and try and give myself an exact area I was going to go for, an exact route and I then found that it, it doesn't work like that. It's the same thing when you go to work, you don't, you don't plan everything to the nth degree, you don't try and work out which branch you're going to go over from the ground because it doesn't work like that um, so I've, I've learned, re, you know, in the last couple of, but in the main 12 months really, to look at, the most important bit is how you get into the tree as long as you can get a line in that tree Climbing the trees comes naturally to you then. So as long as you've got an area, you know where you're going to get into the tree, the rest of it should, should follow and flow. Um, that tree in particular, the only thing that was slightly different um, this year is they had a, a pole saw station where you had to pick the pole saw up, uh, attach it to your harness, and then, and then carry on along the limb to, to the area where you had to then uh, hit the target, which, which was interesting. It was, it was uh, quite difficult trying to negotiate all the limbs with a great long pole attached to you but um, it made it it made it more interesting. It's probably good that you didn't have to go first then because you saw everybody else try and tackle that one. Uh, what you mean previous previous to my climb because we, we don't see the climb beforehand 
um, we have we have quarantined out of the way, so we we don't get to watch anybody else's climb before us. I didn't know that. Yeah, what what happens is you you work out an order that you're going in, so you'll be either first, second, or third. And if you're second, you're not allowed to watch the first person because that may influence you or what you do because you think, okay, well that person didn't do that, that might give me more points. Um, so yeah, you're quarantined out of the way. You you're not allowed to listen or or see or hear anything about the competition. And then once you've then competed it. Oh, completed it, sorry. Uh, you can sit down, relax, and then watch everybody after you, which then doesn't make any difference no, to your doesn't. climb whatsoever. <laughs> no, you just doesn't. think, oh, I wish I had done that. Yeah, <laughs> that almost pro- probably makes it a little bit worse yeah. at the end of the day. Well, that's interesting. I, you know, it's funny, I didn't know that. I've watched a number of climbs, and I, I've always thought that everybody was out there, but I, I, um, that's going to make a difference for how I watch it next year. Yeah, it's just, I was talking to some of the, the male competitors, um, because traditionally the, the females always go first. And a lot of the male competitors that are normally in the Masters never really get the opportunity to, to watch the female climbs, um, especially when they're in the same tree. Uh, they're normally not allowed to watch us either. I think it was a little bit different yesterday. I'm not 100% sure, but I think they got to watch us because the tree was different, so it had no advantage to them whatsoever. Um, but I know some of them obviously would be off preparing their own um, gear beforehand but if they got the opportunity to watch it would it would have been really really nice to get them to, to see us climb because unfortunately they're normally quarantined and they don't get to see it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's your favorite kind of tree oh favorite kind of tree um tall ones wide ones all sorts of different ones as long as it's not soaking wet and slippery <laughs> and <laughs> which would snappy. have been which would have been saturday yeah which would have been saturday uh as uh, Somebody that comes from a very wet country, it didn't really, it didn't make any difference to me, to be honest with you. You had an advantage over. Yeah, the the uh, the Euro- a lot of the European competitors actually, to be fair, were like, "What's going on? Why don't we just go out and climb?" But um, I think the main thing was the uh, the thunderstorm. So that that <clears throat> that obviously was uh, was a was a problem. But yeah, favorite kind of trees. Uh, we have um, our beach trees. We have a green beach beautiful if you get some really nice open crown trees that have been allowed to just climb and um, grow in open spaces beautiful great big canopies just really fun to get in there and and sit there and swing around Um, yeah really nice have you um, ever climbed the big redwoods or thought about climbing big redwoods in California yeah unfortunately I haven't haven't had the opportunity yet it's on my list of things to do one day and I will I will do it one day yeah that's a that's a definitely a bucket list kind of thing yeah Um, so, just one more, uh, one more question, I think. Next year, Australia, yeah. are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I, I'm, I'm really excited, really excited. Um, obviously, winning yesterday means that I get to go back as a returning champion. So, yeah, automatically, I know I'm already going, so that's, that's fantastic. But even before, even before yesterday, Whatever happened in my chapter, whether I managed to, to win to represent the, the UK or uh, or not, I was going to book a flight and go because I think it's going to be an amazing uh, experience and opportunity. Well, I, I've befriended a number of your countrymen and women, mm-hmm. and they're very excited about what you've done, and uh, they were all talking about it last night, and uh, so congratulations to you. It's, it's a wonderful thing, and uh, look forward to seeing you in Australia. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you.